Uh, you guys ready? One, two, three, one, two, three.
Thank you, Hit. Thanks, Les. That was Thanks, Fatso. of the Arnie State Show. Thank you so much for being here in this cold morning. 44 degrees. Woo! That's a little chilly. A little, 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 little chilly. I had, to wear, I, I had to wear a sweatshirt when I went out yesterday. Oh, man. There's a place I used to go to as a kid. I haven't gone to it since I've been back home. Went to it yesterday. Whoa, I have found a great burger. Great burger in the Metroplex is called Jake's. Man, they got awesome tater tots there. Oh, we had oh lunch there yesterday was magnificent. Magnificent. Very, very good. So uh, we'll be putting Jake's back on the old hamburger menu. Hopefully you are having a good morning so far. I, I, I'm just ready to go. I, I'm ready to start. Let, 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 let's get it started. Oh, oh, great, great uh, stories from the territories last night. Last night for uh, wrestling fans, it was the AWA, old school Midwest wrestling, Minnesota, St. Louis, Chicago, all those areas where they talk a little funny. Uh, Good show last night. AEW had a show on. MJF came out a couple times. They're kind of pussing up MJF a little bit. I I, I don't like that. I, I I don't like him, you know, having this chip on his shoulder against William Ray. I like him being the brash asshole that he is. So let's get back to doing that, shall we? Now let's say some good mornings on this beautiful, glorious hump day, shall we? Battleborn in Nebraska, first one here. He says happy hump day at 18 degrees here. Hope y'all went warm. The weather is warmer than this. Wow, 18, that's too damn cold. Fuck all that. Fuck that in June, January. Uh, Straight fire, next one up. He is his ass hump day. Hump day. Hump day. Hump day. Andrew says, guess what day it is. Hump day. What a beautiful Texas morning. Let's hump some ass, people. Yes, Cowboys Girl says, good morning, ass family. Let's get this hump day started. Derek in the house says, good morning, ass family. Happy hump day. Battleborn 52 in sack this morning. T-shirt weather for you. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm in a T-shirt right now, but I ain't going outside anytime soon. Oh, my lucky stars. The one and only Braddy Kid is in the house. Jesus H. Christ. Yes, yeah, there you go. I hope that you have a spectacular day today. Swoosh says, happy Wednesday, ass family. Have fun humping. We'll right back at you. Douglas says, happy hump day. 
Uh, let's see. Uh, let's. Uh, Alicia says, "Morning, ass family. Happy Hump Day. Hump Day. Hump Day." Uh, Cowboys girl says, "Another day closer to a week vacation. My stud and I are going to Oregon. Reservations at honeymoon campgrounds at the Florence, Oregon Dunes. We're going to have fun with our South by South Maverick times three. There you go. Wow. Okay." Visiting his dad, too. Uh, Ogre in the house says, Buenos dias, familia. Well, hello there, my friend. I hope that you're doing well. And always remember, please. You know I don't speak Spanish. Uh, Derek says, 45 degrees here in California on this beautiful, magnificent... Pump day! Pump day! Pump day! Okay, all kinds of shit to get to today. We've got listener mail today. Lots and lots of listener mail. Great listener mail. Great, great stuff. Lisa says, I love this chilly weather. I want to start raining. I got the the fam season passes for snowboarding, and we need this cold and snowy weather to kick in. Amen to to that. It's a Can-Am, and it's badass. Well, all right. I'll take your word for it. Joe Biden wants to buy your votes, people. I am not making this up. The MAG Republicans don't just threaten our personal rights and economic security. No, they're a threat to our very democracy. Yeah, they don't right. believe democracy. in democracy. Right. And by the way, my sympathies to your the family of your, F, uh, uh, your, your CFO, who uh, un- dropped dead very unexpectedly. My best to their family. It's tough stuff. Tough stuff. Drop dead. Forty-three with a chance of meth here in Albuquerque. <laughs> President Joe Biden is deciding, hey, uh, I need people to vote for Democrats this midterm. Otherwise, I'm going to be a one-term president and I'm going to be a laughingstock. Oh, wait, I already am. Joe Biden has announced of the release of 10 to 15 million more barrels from America's energy oil reserves before the midterm elections. Looky there, we're going to lower your gas prices just for the elections, and then right afterwards, they're going to skyrocket just in time for, that's right, you guessed it, Christmas and heating your home season. You're welcome. Now, 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 far from me to be a conspiracy theorist, but do you happen to think that President Xi Jinping over in China, and good old Vladdy Putin might be working together, and they might have called up the Saudis and said, hey, you know, America's kind of going through it right now, and we got them a little rocked. What say? I don't know. Let's say, uh, whoops-a-daisy, a bomb is released in America. And it starts all chaos, and now they're 15 million gallons less in their strategic oil reserve. Huh. Isn't that weird? Yeah. Oh, yes, yes, Ogre, I do mean the exact same President Joe Biden who closed down the Keystone Pipeline. Yes, yes, you would be... Correct the mundo! On that, yes, I- indeed. You see, it's it's emergency reserves. You see, we, we use that in case of, I don't know, uh, a natural disaster. I, but maybe one just happened. I don't know. Hurricane Ian? And bells ringing anybody? 
So they use taxpayer money to buy that oil. Why do they sell it back to us? Because they can, because they're the government. Joe Biden sold us out a long time ago. And this is just the latest in, 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 in a series of moves by this administration. Because I, I got to say it. I, I know I've said it enough times. This man is not running our country. This man is not in charge of America. Like, like when they put the important shit in front of the guy who's running the country's desk, it, when they put the important shit in front of him, it's not put in front of Joe Biden. Pudding is put in front of Joe Biden. The most important thing in Joe Biden's day is his tapioca pudding. And if they let him go out for ice cream, because that man is an ice cream fiend. I love the fact that that the Republicans are a threat to our democracy, even though we're a republic, not a democracy. But that's a whole different story. Um, I like how half of the country is a threat. If that were true, we would be in war-torn times. If truly half the country was a threat, we would be at each other even more than we are, and even more violently. What is it? What is it? I just want to know what it is. Why do people, when it comes to politics, why are people not open-minded? And I'm I'm sure people are laughing with me saying that, but I am pretty open-minded when it comes to stuff. I said we, we we can have discussions about abortion. We can have discussions about anything. I think that's the most important thing that we do as a country is have a dialogue and work this shit out because we are the best country in the world. We're the smartest country in the world, like it or not. So why do we hold on so, so, so tightly? Like, like I don't think that there was ever a politician that was like, quote, unquote, ride or die for me. And it seems like these Democrats, and, and there are a lot of Republicans that are ride or die with Trump, and, and, and I, I don't understand. You can like somebody, and you can like their politics and everything like that, but they're not going to be right 100% of the time. They're not me. <laughs> so I'd just like to know, what is it that, that, that keeps their head so fully closed to even having discussions anymore? Because we don't even talk as a people anymore. Generation whatever, Z, whatever they are, they have resorted to just screaming loudly. If someone questions them, they just start screaming loudly. If I had a bucket of water, I'd throw it on them like my dad would do to my sister when she had tantrums. What is it? Half is a threat to their democracy, which means total control of everything and everybody. Technically, the sun is a threat to <laughs> of going nova. The oceans are a threat to flood. The skies are a threat from tornadoes. Animals everywhere are a disease, threat, or attack. Everything is a threat, including ludicrous rhetoric from a man whose brain pan is missing in a few lug nuts, right? Is it really just as simple as pride? Mostly everybody that voted Joe Biden know they fucked up, but they won't admit that shit pride. (sighs) Can I live with that answer? 
pride. I, I can live with it to a point. I remember uh, nobody likes to be wrong, right? I, I, I mean, that's pretty evident. Nobody likes to be wrong. But I want you to sit there and I want you to ask yourself, you've been wrong about stuff before. I know. I, it, look, look, look. Even I've been wrong before. I know that's crazy talk. That's cuckoo. But I've been wrong before. I've been wrong on big stuff. Hell, I got married to a woman that fucking beat the shit out of me. I was quite wrong. And I've had to admit that I was wrong about it. And it didn't kill me. It didn't cut my head off. It, it, didn't, it, it didn't require a hospital stay of any kind. I had to say I was wrong. And a lot of people came and said, no, she was just a bad person. You had nothing. No, I, I, I made a mistake. That was part, it was partially my fault. Because it takes two to tango. So I was wrong. So why can't 80 million people, or can we not find the 80 million people because half of them are dead? Um, but why can't these people just say we were wrong? And you don't have to go back to the extreme measure of Donald Trump. You, you, let, let, let's, let's, let's say Donald Trump decided not to run. Your side's not going to win because your side just shit the bed for the last four years. Why can't you just admit you're wrong? And then we can move on as a country. We can open stores back up. We can open family diners that have been around for 50 years that had it closed due to a pandemic. We can open them back up. Well, if loving the Lord is wrong, I don't want to be a right coming to America, yeah? Uh, I watched those motherfuckers change from I like Joe Biden and he really loves America to I voted against Trump. Yeah, oh, that that's what it is. Pride, old school teaching. I hear a lot uh, of, well, my parents were always left or right. Another reason. They really believe that the next going to be different. It's a cycle, Arnie. No, I, d- Gold, I appreciate that. Yeah, I, I do. And I've had that conversation with people about, well, my parents always voted this way, so this is the way I'm going to vote, otherwise I'd be disowned. Well, I wouldn't want you as a kid if you're just going to fucking blindly vote the way I vote. Yeah, I mean, my parents would disown me. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. You have shitty parents in. The man has done a terrible job. The Democrat, look, 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 this isn't a, a conservative, this isn't left-wing, right-wing, progressive, this isn't, a, let's just sit here and talk. For the last two years, the Democrats have done a terrible job in America. Look at the rest of the world, and that's Joe Biden's fault, and then look in America. Look at America. Look at cities like Philadelphia that are rotting away. Look at cities like San Francisco that are rotting away. All under democratic authority. What will it take for people to finally say, this isn't working? 
no offense to you Democrats out there, but your plans, your, your, your ideas, all that stuff, it sucks. No offense. We have millions of people, literally millions of people that have crossed the border illegally in a year. Why can't they just say, this isn't working, let's try the other way? Because we have to fix this. America's not going in the right direction. We're swirling down a toilet really, really fast. I really love this one. Democrats are for the poor, the Republicans are for the war. You see, you gotta get rid of statements like that. People who say stuff like that are just fucking dumb. People are egocentric and they can't admit uh, when they fuck up. Arnie, you know that San Francisco being a shithole is Trump's fault somehow. Oh, uh, Douglas, we can blame everything on Donald Trump. That's the easiest thing that they do in their playbook right now is they just blame the last administration. Hell, Kamala was blaming the last administration last week. Two years into their, their, their campaign. And they're still blaming the previous administration. Which makes me scratch my head. And I, I guarantee you this, if America was in the shape that it was in right now, and we had Republicans that were in charge of the House, in charge of the uh, Supreme Court, in, in charge of all that stuff, I'd be saying the exact same thing right now. America is a fucking pit, people. I'm not afraid to say it. I love America. I absolutely love America, but I hate our country. Because it is a fucking pit. It's a disaster. And not much is going to fix it unless we change what's going on in Washington. Uh, Let's see. Good morning, Arnie. And Nashville should be the roadmap of how to rebuild the city. Unfortunately, as much as I hate the city of Nashville, they've done a great job. Look at them. They're the new Las Vegas. Uh, well, hopefully it will open some eyes now with the gas, food, energy prices, and taxes. If it doesn't, it never will. You're right about that. Democrats are for helping the poor stay poor in dependence on the government. Arnie says, no offense, but I want you Dems to know I hope offense is taken. If you voted for Biden because you had some bullshit misguided hate for someone the media told you hate without acknowledging he did a good job, I didn't vote for him the first time, but he earned my vote the second time. I said, no offense, just to be funny. I don't care if I piss people off. You know why Jeffrey Dahmer ate people? Donald Trump told him to. Yep, absolutely. If you're going to save a dime on a turkey this Thanksgiving, uh, so (laughs) shut up, you eco-terrorist, because both sides are, are the same coin. The cycle of politics goes about four to every eight years. Country flips to the other side, but nothing ever gets done. You're You're right. America wouldn't be so bad if it weren't for the people. That's true. See, I think this is what happened. See, our generation came along. Generation X, the greatest generation since, well, the greatest generation. We'll just go ahead and say that. Generation Generation X came around, and we worked hard. We, 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 We got established. 
we 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 made our lives, and then a bunch of them decided, hey, let's just entitle our kids with everything because it is Generation X's fault, and we can take away that moniker of Greatest Generation now too, because Generation X did this. They're the parents that that started entitling these kids with trophies, with all this kind of bullshit. No grades, no valedictorians, none of that kind of stuff. It was Generation X as the parents. And maybe it, it comes from this because I am a proud member of Gen X. Maybe when their kids came home and they were crying and stuff, Generation X is like, fucking figure it out yourself. Because that's what we had to do. Mommy and Daddy weren't home for us at, 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 at after school every day. Some of us, and I know kids today don't have this. Uh, who's with me that remembers when you had chores to do? Do you remember chores as a kid? I mean, look, they're getting rid of cursive writing in school, so I imagine chores are a thing of the past as well. I'd have to vacuum the house. Once a week, I would have to mop the kitchen floor. And my ultimate job that I hated more than anything, and I only had to do this every once every two weeks, was I had to clean out all the trash cans in the house. And my mom was a smoker, so she would empty all of her ashtrays in the can, and I'd have to hose all that out. And that's how I got allowance, was I had to do those chores. I had to mow the backyard, which sucked. The front yard I didn't have to cut because we had pecan trees and their, their roots were out everywhere, so we never had to cut the front yard. Backyard, I had a cut, and that was just a pain in the ass. But the, I had to do chores as a kid. Kids don't have to do chores anymore, do they? In all seriousness, I still believe it starts from home. Parents haven't openly let schools, streets, and now the Internet raise their kids. Yeah, I can see a lot of that. I think we are uh, reaching the point where something will be done. This going along to get along is ruining our country. We need hard nose, no BS uh, uh, kind of me to say. No, and maybe punch someone in the face. That pff, I agree. Hell, yes, I had chores, and guess what? My kids have chores galore. Good. Good. Generation was sick of the bullshit from hippies and boomers, tried to make life easier and better. What a failure. These kids, Gen Y, millennials, etc., are such failures. Yeah. In all seriousness, I still believe at home. Uh, I read that one. Okay. I wanted to look up Generation Breakdown. The Greatest Generation, 1901-1927. The Sailor Generation, 28-45. to 45. Baby Boomers, 48-64. to 64. Gen X, 1965-1980. to 1980. Millennials, 81-95. to 95. Gen Z, 96-2010. Uh, Generation Alpha. <laughs> 21 2011 to 2025 that's the alpha generation oh i don't think so that's hysterical that is awesome oh what about raking up i, I look to this day i still cannot eat pecans i have picked up so many fucking pecans and there's shells in the yard. Oh, I hated that job more than anything. Can't stand pecan pie. Pecan pie is the devil. Uh, 
I say from 80 to 88 should be a mixed generation called Zennials. I have kids in two generations. <laughs> kind of weird. Yeah, that is very strange. You want to raise your kids. You want you, you want life to be easy. Well, I'm here to tell you life is hard. Life sucks. There's a lot of people that go through life and they never hit a snag in life and it, life is so easy for them. And a part of me says, man, I wish I could be like that. But then you, you realize that those people do have snags in their life. And, and, and I've said it before on this show. Your problems are real to you. I'm not saying your problems aren't real. They're very real to you. You take them seriously. They might not be important to us. Our pro- your problems might not be important to anybody else. But they're important to you. And that, that's what makes them real. And you can laugh it off and say, well, I, 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 no, but they're real. They might not be the toughest thing in the world, but they are problems that people have to deal with. And people don't deal with their problems anymore. They let somebody else do it. They want somebody else to do it for them. Well, those people are running away. Those people don't want to help anymore. I get rid of stuff here. Oh, oh, crap. Did I just do that? Damn it to hell, Arnie. You damn fool. I just erased like half the stories in here, I think. Did I? Or no? I did. Hold on a second here. Man, did I really do that? God, dog, get horny. What the hell happened to all my damn stories? Hold on a second here. Uh, let's see. Where are you two? Where are all these others? Did I not? I guess, well, I guess I didn't mark anything today. <laughs> Well, that could be a problem. That could be a problem right there. I was like looking for I thought I erased everything, and no, I, I just haven't done anything yet. My bad. All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, most of the first couple years of millennials act like Gen X, so they're okay. The rest, well, we know about the rest. Amen to that. My boys don't get allowance. If they want to earn money, they come and ask what they can do to earn it. They have chores, clean their rooms, bathrooms, and feed the animals. Good. Hey, Control Z. Oh, wait, you're on a Mac. Yeah, damn it. I agree. I was born in 86, have a sister born in 87, vastly different compared to my sister born in 90 and my brother born in 94. Arnie, it's Gen X until it comes to tech and then it's a boomer and then he's a boomer. Amen to that. Oh, fuck that. I'm part of the greatest generation when it comes to tech shit. Um, oh, boy. Oh, oh. Was it Peter Doocy? Was it Peter Doocy that did this? Um... Jean-Pierre got it again. So, you know what? Let's give credit to Peter Ducey. 
drop in deuces. Oh, Karine Jean-Pierre. Got a little tongue-tied when a pro- reporter confront, uh, confronted her about abortion. Here we go. Oh, this ought to be good. I love this gal. This gal is fucking awesome. Ready to start eating healthier? No. Meet Kachava. No, I'm not going to meet Kachava that. That looks disgusting. All- Fuck you. Look, you know, I, I want to be careful here. I want to be very careful what I say. Um, because, again, we cannot talk about existing elections that are currently happening. Uh, but the president has been very clear mm-hmm. at the, on this piece, which is the way that we make Roe into law is to make sure that we have legislation, that we codify it. And so, you know, that is the best way uh, to really protect women's rights. And that's why you continue to hear that uh, from this president. So um, it's not going to stop him from continuing to have uh, to have that conversation, to continuing to uh, make those speeches that are going to be really important in making that point uh, to the American people. Uh, but again, that is what the president's going to continue to say, which is we have to codify a role in order to protect and get to get those protections back. Remember, this is 50, almost 50 years of uh, constitutional rights that we had uh, that was taken away by, this, by the Supreme Court. Well, what about the child's to, right to Just life? to be clear, does... I mean, does the White House feel like it's exhausted all the options of everything that it can do in the last three, I mean, the four months? Wait, 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 wait. What about clear. that other He's, call? He wait, laid wait, out wait. some actions, right? Executive authorities. What about the child's to right to life? Uh, again, you've heard from uh, the agencies that have been uh, involved ask that in this again? process. But he's always been clear. He's always said uh, what people need to do is to make their voices heard. What people need to do is to make sure that we have, uh, we have, uh, you know, the votes in Congress to codify. You're not vote. going to have he that. He's always made that clear in every speech that he, almost every speech that he has made uh, about. Abortion. Let's talk about that. Uh, let, 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 let's just let's stop. Let's stop this lie that she's telling. They have had the votes. They have had the votes in the last 50 years to codify Roe versus Wade. How many times do we have to go over this? The, the Democrats have owned the House, the Senate, and the presidency a number of times in the last 50 years. The reason why is that if you break it down, and this is what it's broken down to, this, this is the, the bare knuckles You're talking about putting an amendment in the Constitution of the United States of America that allows you to kill babies. Do you wonder why Democrats have never ratified this? And I hate to be so graphic about it, but it's true. They have never codified this, is that the word they like to use, is because it, it, for a number of Democrats, including what I believe to be our current president, who is probably very anti-abortion due to his Catholic upbringing that he brings up all the time, I don't think he'd be a big fan of this. And he's, he's, he's walked the plank with this. He's shit the bed with it. You can say whatever you want about Joe Biden. He has done nothing when it comes to abortion. And he's said nothing. 
The Pope should have spit on his hand. If I was the Pope, I would have spit on his hand. No, not constitutional. Also, he had the chance to make it law and didn't. Yeah, that's the. This is this is the whole thing. You're trying to blame all these miserable Republicans that 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 believe in the fairy tale in the sky and Jesus and all that kind of stuff. Why didn't you make it legal? You've had plenty of opportunities. I wish. Why doesn't a reporter ask that question? Stupid question here, uh, John uh, Jean Pierre. Um, why in the last fifty years has it not been legalized? Well, you guys have had the votes a number of times. Let's say you've had them during the uh, Clinton administration. You had it during the Obama administration. So why now? But wait, Arnie. Stupid son of a bitch said if you vote Libtarb in the midterms, he'll codify it. Well, here's the thing is that he can't. Joe Biden, you know, Joe Biden is the perfect, I have never said this before, but I'll say it now. Joe Biden is the perfect president for this country right now. And I'll tell you why. Because he believes in all this power that he has, as well as these people that believe in all these rights that you allegedly have, like this weird right to drive out there. I'm, I'm talking sarcastically. I already know you don't have a right to drive. But Joe Biden, look, look all these people, I and, and have they, I don't know this, have they started sending out the checks to people, the student loans? Have they started sending those out, the $10,000 or the forgiveness or letting them know? Because if they have, that means those people have spent that money already. Now, unlike what John Pierre and other Democrat talking head figures said, is that this is not going to be enough money to buy a house, to start a family, at all. It's $10,000. $10,000 is a lot of money. You want to come and hand me $10,000, I'll take it. But I know I can't buy a house with it. I'm going to have to buy a used car if I buy anything with that. It's $10,000. And they wanted to make you believe that that was going to change your life. Those people have spent that money. What happens when it goes to the Supreme Court, and by the way, it will, and the Supreme Court comes out and says the President of the United States does not have the power to forgive debts. But like I said, perfect president for what's in it, what we have now. These people think that they have a right to, to, to do all this kind of crazy stuff. Oh, my kid goes to public school. He wants to have blue hair. He has the right to do that. Well, no, he actually doesn't. No, but you can apply for it now. Okay, all right. Uh, we have bigger problems in passing a law allowing the murder of unborn children. Let me, th- that one gets, let me just say this right now. Ken Dog, you get the biggest. Correct the mundo. In the world. This is Democratic Strategy 101. 
when you get down to the last six to eight weeks before an election, and we are, what, three weeks away from it, you ride abortion. You go to the abortion pill. That is the one place you go. If you're losing an election, you go right to the abortion thing. Don't worry about immigration. Isn't it weird how nobody's talking about immigration anymore? Yet millions of people are passing over our borders. Nobody's talking about inflation. We talked about gas prices. They're going to go down. It's going to be a little thing. They're going to go down, and then they're going to go way up at Christmas time. Mark my words. By the way, have I been wrong about any of this so far? The answer, no. Okay. Maybe these people want the end of America. I don't know. I don't know what, what, what evil they have in their hearts. But it doesn't take a rocket scientist to see that somebody who loves this country would not allow San Francisco to look the way it looks today. Someone who loves this country would never allow Philadelphia to look the way it looks today. Somebody who loved this country would not let New York City, New York City, inappropriate, uh, look the way it looks right now. If you loved America, you wouldn't let this shit happen. You wouldn't let millions of illegal aliens cross the border if you love this country. Uh, let's see. Uh, you can have blue hair in public schools. You can't be a girl if you want to be if you're a boy. Duh, abortion isn't the biggest issue. Anyone with a brain knows the most earth-shattering issue we have to face is preferred pronouns. Very, very true. We gave all that PPP money for COVID. My agency is the only one investing fraudulent claims meaning all those celebs that, uh, that uh, got it aren't being investigated. Drug dealers who got it are not being investigated. No, Brett Favre is being investigated. That's the only person that's ever gotten in trouble with any of this COVID money is Brett Favre. Fuck the Democratic Party. It's a cesspool that makes uh, the trash GOP party look like a pristine oasis. Very true. It's the self-entitlement of generation after Gen X who won the rebellion against the empire. Now these free rebels are becoming brats and Karens. Oh, the fucking Karens of our world. Roger Goodell voted for Joe Biden. That doesn't surprise me. Real Americans who love America and wouldn't let Roger Goodell run the NFL. Yeah. That Hey, I've been saying that for years. I've been saying that guy's crooked as a question mark for years. By the way, they're still making fun of Joe Biden for spelling out D-O-T. I think it's fucking fantastic. I think that's so awesome. Um, Now, now I got a beef here. Hey, hey, look, look, look here. Now, now, let's just stop this, shall we? Hey, McDonald's. Hey, hey, McDonald's. McDonald's is set to test uh, selling three flavors of Krispy Kreme donuts at select locations. 
Nine locations, uh, Kentucky, are going to be a part of the trial. Which damn donuts are they? Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, don't say. I got to imagine it's going to be glazed chocolate and then something else. I mean, but hey, 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 whoa, 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 whoa. Before we get any further here. McDonald's, you don't sell donuts. You know what you sell this time of year? You sell a McRib. How about we get that kick-started? How about you say fuck a bunch of donuts because we got plenty of donut shops? And I agree. Uh, Douglas, he says Krispy Kreme are gross. Krispy Kreme are great when you get them hot. They're amazing when you get them hot. When you get them otherwise, they're okay. I am a bigger mom-and-pop donut shop. I mean, the one that has a creme brulee donut. Fuck that. But I, I don't need McDonald's to start selling donuts now. Now we're going we're gonna to pollute the drive-thru now with more people that aren't buying delicious McDonald's food? You got a bunch of them in there now. And, and by the way, fuck you, McDonald's, for uh, allowing the adult Happy Meal. You're clogging up the drive-thru again. For, it all started with that damn coffee. That damn coffee ruined your drive-thru lines. That and the fact that you make everything fresh now. You're McDonald's. Nobody expects a great meal from you. Like, if I was the CEO of McDonald's, I would be, I, I would be so happy with my job. And, and I would tell people, like, if they complained, I'd be like, you ate at McDonald's. It's McDonald's. It's not the French Laundry. Apple fritter out of the air fryer, far better than a Krispy Kreme. Okay. I like Krispy Kreme's apple fritters. They're pretty damn good. But what I'm trying to say here is McDonald's needs to just stick with what they know. Burgers, fries, McRib. I've yet to see an ad for McRib. I'm starting to get a little nervous. You know what? I haven't done it in a while. Let's look up when the McRib is coming out. Has anybody seen anything? When is the McRib coming back 2022? Trends show the McRib may return late fall. The last time, I'll uh, see. Uh, we'll indeed be back, but not disclose information. This might be when the McRib returns. Mashed. McRib was great. Da, da, da. Trends show late fall. So late fall. Fall just kind of started. We're second month into fall. Let's get it. Let, let, let's go, McDonald's. Let, let, let's just go. McDonald's having trouble this year finding pork anuses for the McRib. Well, hey, man, just find me some. Any, any pork anus will do. It's all delicious. I think whoever decides when the McRib comes out needs a brutally honest meeting with Pastor Locke. Oh, I, I, I would want Pastor Locke to just intimidate the shit out of this guy. Take his microphone and bust you in the mouth with it in the name of God. Yeah, if you don't get the McRib out. Take his microphone and bust you in the mouth with it in the name of God. So we'll say what we want to, Skippy Lou. Damn right. And the IRS will. and the FBI and everybody we've been turned into can eat my dirty socks on live TV. Too. And your little dog, too. I said it. I said I said it! I already know he doesn't like Hooters. It's hard to sit up in Hooters with a Bible in your hand. 
I've yet to try that. I, I, I don't know. Uh, my daughter works at McDonald's. I just texted her for the answer. Thank you, Scott. Appreciate that. All right, we got to talk about asshole celebrities here. First asshole celebrity we're going to talk about. You know, the more I listen to Pastor Locke, the more I hear a Will Ferrell character. Uh, yes, hello. Okay, the connection is amazing, so you cannot use this as an excuse. Guys, if you could just be in the same room as us when the Arby's commercial comes on, and Arnie gets so excited, his eyes light up. Oh, look at that. Bad, bad signal. Bad, bad signal. Arnie, you can go inside or do the curb to avoid the drive-thru. Then I have to get out of the car. Or I have to sit and wait at the curb. I don't want to do that. I want to drive through. I want the old days back. <laughs> um, Meghan Markle recalls being objectified as a briefcase girl on Deal or No Deal. Duh, duh, duh. Who's that terrible kid? Oh, that was Braddy Kid, by the way. Yeah. Meghan Markle reflected on her experience being objectified as a briefcase girl on Deal or No Deal and spoke with Paris Hilton about the stereotype of dumb blonde in a new interview. You you wore a, a short dress and you held a briefcase. That is the definition of objectified. Did did you really think, I, I mean, honestly, no one from Deal or No Deal has turned into a huge star except Howie Mandel. Christy, whatever her name is, the, the bitch that we don't like who's married to John Legend, she married John Legend. She didn't go any further on her quote-unquote abilities. Just like you, Miss Markle. I felt objectified. You were a fucking model. I was thankful for the job, but not uh, for how it made me feel, which was not smart. You held a fucking briefcase. You're not doing brain surgery. You shouldn't have felt smart, dummy. And by the way, I was surrounded by smart women on stage with me. Uh, Let's go ahead and just do this. Yeah. It ended up leaving a pit in my stomach knowing that I was much more than what I was being objectified on stage. You were a pretty girl that held a briefcase on a show. What did uh, uh, forgive me for being stuck on this, but I, what did you think you were gonna get? Did you think you were gonna get an Academy Award? Maybe a Nobel? How he treated with them with respect, called her by her name and everything. Uh, speaking of air frying desserts, Arnie, uh, you know those hostess fruit pies, the ones you uh, uh, hot, gooing, delicious heaven. It takes some experimentation. Get the temp and timing right, but once you get it right, there's no going back. Interesting. I'll have to look into that. Paris Hilton tried to trademark, that's hot. 
That's the definition of being a dumb blonde. Is there anyone dumber than her? I think the only person dumber than Paris Hilton is Meghan Markle. Why would you take the job then? If you felt that a job was really, really degrading you, I want you to think about this. I want you to think about this. This isn't a job. She worked on Deal or No Deal. I imagine she probably made about 500 bucks an episode. Maybe. Maybe $200. I, I don't know how much she made an episode. Don't care. But let, let, let's talk about this. She had this job on Deal or No Deal, and it left a pit in her stomach. She hated her life because of it. This is not like a, the only job you could get. I'm sure there were plenty of barista jobs available. I'm sure there were plenty of jobs available at a local CVS or Walgreens. Oh, wait, you want to be in the entertainment business. Oh, okay. Oh, I see. So you paying your dues, paying a model that holds a briefcase? Yeah, yeah, you're, you're not going to be praised for your smarts because you don't really say anything. You just kind of hold the briefcase and you tease people about opening it. I felt objectified on that. Shut the fuck up. There's a new game show. Are you dumber than Paris Hilton? And the show ends when we find that person that is actually dumber than her. I hate her so much. She is such a she's such a piece of trash. And then speaking of pieces of trash, James Gordon. Yesterday we told the story about how James Gordon has been banned from Balazar restaurants in uh, New York City. New York City! Uh, after he treated the wait staff just terribly recently. And he's done it before. Someone uh, has, has decided to piggyback that. And they have written something uh, about him. That he barely interacts with his fans unless the cameras are rolling. And he moves overweight people to the back. Here's video from 2017 of James Corden not even knowing his camera people. Let's see if it plays. What are you going to give me? This is it. Last question. You got to pick something for me to eat, Jimmy. Oh, yeah. Fish smoothie. Oh, Name two of the cameramen in this room. Now that's funny. That's funny. That is, that is a great question. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a different crew tonight, actually. <laughs> <laughs> oh god damn it drank the fish movie oh. oh my god 
He drank that fish smoothie and and really didn't even apologize for it. What kind of dick doesn't know his own crew? The the I, I mean, a guy who's worked on the same late night show for the past ten years and he doesn't know the name of his cameraman. Boy, that guy's a dick. Dick. I want Kaylee McEnany to host that show. Les Set could be a contestant. <laughs> Privileged ass dumb bitch. Yeah, that's Megan Markle for you. Uh, go on to talk more about his all this uh, the manager reports about how James Corden's a dick don't you just uh, James Corden's the kind of celebrity you just want to go up and just fucking you want to roundhouse that dude I mean a, a part of me likes him and I think here's the reason why a part of me likes him. A part of me likes him because he tries on the late night show. He puts in a valiant effort. I don't like a bunch of his musical numbers and bullshit like that. I like the uh, the carpool karaoke. I think that was a pretty cool thing that he started. But other than that, he's just kind of a chode. And you just want to assault him. Another reason why Greg Gutterfield is number one late night. I, I have not I have not gotten into him yet. Forgive me. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on a second here. We have uh Britney Spears news. Whoa, hello there. Whoa. whoa fucking hey, just stop the presses. Britney Spears is uh, pictured naked, lying on the side of a bed. Don't worry, ogre, ogre. I'm I'm putting it up. I didn't even have to look up, and I saw a link. Um, she's written this, and it says, "I have a premiere for a movie this week. The legislative legislative act of my pussy." Christopher, I'll review that one. If that movie truly comes out this week, I, I, I'll go ahead and see that one. Well, I have I, I have to send this picture to Tommy because Tommy's not on Instagram. Oh, Brittany. Oh, she didn't have that one up on her Instagram. Just other naked pictures. This is up on Twitter. Wow. Good thing I have cigarettes handy. Yeah, she's just laying there naked, holding her boobs. I have a premiere for a movie this week, The Legislative Act of My Pussy. Uh, God damn. God bless her. I just saw that in passing. I was like, oof, you guys got to see this too. Attention, Selma Hayek and Elizabeth Hurley. This is how you do Instagram pictures. Yeah. The hell with them damn bikinis and the teasing. Just show us all the damn goods. You got to love Britney Spears. You, you just have to love Britney. Sad news to report today. No, Hillary Clinton was not a part of this. Thank God. 
It happened yesterday at the Louisville Zoo. America's oldest western lowland gorilla named Helen was put down yesterday at the age of 64. Helen's quality of life has declined for several months leading up to this. She is expected to be uh, related uh, arthritis and some periodontal disease. She's in a lot of pain. Helen developed instability and tremors that put her at fall risk and impacted her day-to-day life. Female zoo gorillas only usually live for 39 years. Helen, born in 1958 in the wilderness of West Africa, moved to Louisville in 2002 after spending some time in Chicago but not liking the violence. Helen, here's to you. There you go. That is how you eulogize somebody right there. Boom. Too many jokes. I mean, I mean, they, there are so many that go along with that. I mean, damn, damn, damn. You can just start there and then continue to go on. Uh, all right. The phone number is seven seven five three five seven fans. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com is where you can write me. And I would suggest if you want to write me, you should do it now because listener mail is coming up next.
Today, uh, Hank Jr. and Charlie Daniels, because they were, you know, they, they that's good old school country. But uh, a great country wrong was righted over the weekend. Uh, 
and I am very, very, I, I, I am so happy to announce this, that this man right here, the one and oh, let's see, uh, hello, you good looking thing, you, yeah, huh? Now, this is the killer speaking. You're damn right it is. Do I like what? I sure do like it, baby. The Chantilly is a pretty face, a pony tail, hanging down, a wiggle and a walk, giggle and a talk. It gonna make that I world mean, go round. I mean, we got, you know. Hello, Josephine. How do you do? Of course. You shake my nerves and you rattle my brain. Much love drives a man insane. You broke my will, but what a thrill! Goodness gracious, great balls of fire! The killer was inducted into the Country Music Hall of Fame. Finally, finally, they let one of the greatest entertainers of all time in. Hank Williams Jr. Uh, inducted him, and Hank Williams Jr. just went in last year. Uh, Jerry Lee Lewis, uh, part of the Million Dollar Quartet. You want to talk about, uh, uh, we can talk about great concert tours all we want. Nothing will ever top what they had back in the day. When you would show, show up at a concert and it cost you, what, 50 cents to get in? And you would see Elvis, you'd see Jerry Lee, you'd see Johnny Cash. Then you had a bunch of other people that mixed in there. Roy Orbison was on those tours. Man, oh man, Louisiana Hayride. Holy shit, that had been something to go to. But yes, I saw it. Uh, the story over the weekend. I was very, very pleased. I was very upset when I went to the Country Music Hall of Fame and Jerry Lee Lewis wasn't in there. So uh, there you go. He is now in there in his rightful place where he should fucking be. The killer, if you will. Uh, all right, it is that time again. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, every week I read your emails that you send into the program. And each and every week they're sponsored by our dear friends over at JS Floors, the best flooring store in the West. Let me tell you about the rest. You know what the rest like to do? I, I just found this one out. This is disgusting. First of all, they did all they could to keep Jerry Lee Lewis out of the Country Music Hall of Fame, those fuckers. Then secondly, what they like to do is when they come and do your quote-unquote estimate, they like to shave each other's heads, and, 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 and they do it inside of your shirt drawer. That way there's all this hair in there now. And the next time you go to put on a shirt, you feel that, 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 that hairy shit around your neck? Yeah, that's them. That's the rest who do that. They do that for sexual gratification. When they're shaving their head, they're ejaculating at the same time. You know who doesn't do that? My good friend Jesse over at JS Floors. All he wants to do is give you quality floors that will last you forever. And you should give him a call at 775-267-4123. There you go. Uh, The rest are currently making frantic calls to the Louisville Zoo in order to purchase supply for their new exotic meat barbecue restaurant. The rest are Jerry Lewis fucked his cousin, so they fucked their moms. <laughs> yeah, see, that's what they do. They're a bunch of damn weirdos there. The rest are. 
God almighty. Oh, what a beautiful morning. Welcome to Mail Call. All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for Mail Call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Uh, so what is that called? Erotic haircuts? Yes, erotic haircuts. Uh, this is from Will. It says, Arnie. I really want to echo, 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 echo a statement you made the other day. Why is it when, uh, that we the people, you know, Americans, why are we putting up with all the bullshit in politics? Wouldn't regular people get arrested for this shit? Well, you just nailed it right there. Yeah, regular people would get arrested for that shit. Those people, look, look, look. The shit that's happening in our country right now, yes. People should be arrested for half the shit they're doing. But if you get arrested in half the cities in this country, there's zero fucking bail. So you get arrested, you get let out right away. That's wonderful. That way you can commit more crimes. Even though you promise not to. Um, Will, I wish I knew why people put it. I wish I knew why I did. I mean, I'm not down at my, my local senator's office banging on his door telling him to lower prices. I'm not doing my part. I have a show, and I get to speak, and I get to tell, give you my view on things. That's my part. That's all I'm giving right now. It hasn't gotten frantic enough for me to be down at my senator's office beating on his door. I hope it never gets there, because that would be the true definition of, uh, uh, of just anarchy. We don't do we, we, we don't do more because we think they'll fix it. We have this this it, and, and I'm part of it too. We have this ludicrous idea in our heads. I don't know where we got it from. That oh, they're the smart ones, they're supposed to fix this. This is just what happens, they'll fix it. And somehow it does get fixed 20, 30 years from now, whatever. We never ever look back and go, wow, what did they do to fix it? We just go, okay, uh, now what? The fix is the hardest part. The fix is all the shit that we should have been doing for the past 20 years. That's what the fix is. Not giving every kid a trophy. Teaching kids that losing sucks, but you can learn a lot from it. I think that, that this country has made great strides in the last 10 to 15 years when it comes to um, doing things like what they did in Hollywood. Now, do I think that the casting couch has gone away? No, of course it hasn't. But at least they started down the right path. Yeah, whatever you do, don't beat off the door. Beat on the door. Thank you, Ogre. I appreciate that. But I think all the stuff that, that, that needs to be done is we've just missed our opportunity. And now we have to, to, to make these opportunities. We had the opportunity with Hollywood to really send a clear message to all those kind of people. And do I think we did? No. No, I think we failed miserably. I mean, Kevin Spacey's still laughing, going in and out of court every single day. 
Yeah, they got Harvey Weinstein in prison. That's good, I guess. But what about all the other lower-level Harvey Weinsteins? What about the, I mean, because when we talk about Harvey Weinstein, you're talking about the, the head of a major, major studio in Hollywood. Now, I think that's a great one to get. But what about all those shitbag talent agents that are in Hollywood that make girls do the exact same thing but to them? How come they aren't being run out? How can we, it, 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 it's like, this is what America likes to do. America likes to get up to the, 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 the precipice of this big job, and they do a couple things, and then they just go, okay, we're done. Because that's exactly what they did. They went and they got a few people out of Hollywood, a few bad, bad people out of Hollywood. Hollywood's still rotten. I mean, if we were truly caring about the degradation degradation of young females, then I think that we would pretty much have a, fl- a, a, fl- a flight record, or at least we'd have a list of names from Epstein Island. You want to know how they haven't done their job? Just look at that. We, the American people, should be embarrassed furious, outraged, whatever words you have for it, that Galene Maxwell is sitting in a Florida prison right now for trafficking children to no one. Just don't ever get rid of the fake casting couch in porn. Amen. Steven Seagal tried that with Jenny McCarthy, allegedly. Oh, I I think Steven Seagal tried it with a bunch of women, allegedly. Steven Seagal is just a fucking perv. Yep, Douglas said it too. Still waiting on that list from Rapist Island. Just wondering when that's going to be. If you truly... Look, 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 look. look, look, look I, I know I've gone kind of like off in a tangent, but I feel good with this tangent because this shows the hypocrisy in our country and the hypocrisy of everybody. Why does Penn State still have a football program? You want to talk about, and anytime I can get my chance to fucking dig at Penn State, oh, you know I will. I don't know the number of boys, whether it was 10, whether it was 100, but kids were raped at Penn State under the the watch of the defensive coordinator and the head coach of the team, the man, the myth, the legend, Joe Paterno, who they made a goddamn movie about, knew everything that was happening and did nothing about it. How do they still have a football program? Do you hear about Weinstein and Newsom's wife had an affair? Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, I, I, Douglas, they, they, it's such an amazing question that you ask. I don't know why her lawyers, well, that's because she had shitty lawyers, too. Um, Your Honor, I was just wondering, how can Miss Epstein be in jail if she didn't supply the kids to someone? Because we don't know who they supplied to. We didn't get the true bad people off the street. The, the bad people are still raping children. 
The ones that make it possible, yeah, they're really, really bad, but they're not as bad as the actual rapers raping children. We haven't done anything to them yet. Uh, no justice right now. Justice protesters, Hunter Biden, etc. FBI Justice Department does nothing, yet goes after Trump's wife's panties. Uh, it, it is truly amazing that we just sit back and we watch this shit unfold. And we aren't in the streets. We aren't fucking setting fires. You know why? Because we have to work. Will, let me answer your question real quick. Wouldn't regular people get arrested? Yes, but they're too busy working. They're too busy paying their bills. They're too busy taking care of their kids. They're too busy living their lives. These other factions of people, though, since they don't have jobs, they don't care about their kids, they could give two shits about anything except disruption. They're the ones who are out protesting. I've warned the left and warned the left and warned the left. Don't wake us up. Um, just just got asked this question on a text message. Uh, Arnie, in all your wisdom, is NBC going to keep dragging Saturday Night Live until it's 50 or put it to rest? I've only watched one episode so far this season, and uh, there have been, what, two? I've watched one. Y- give me, a, give me a, a, another episode to watch. Look, I, I think they're going to keep it around till 50, and then it's going to be shot because they don't know what funny is anymore. Gislaine is saying, I'm so not a raper. This was her in court. I'm so not a raper. (laughs) Jaleen should just get the Dahmer prison justice. Well, she hangs out with a murderer down there in Florida. I read a story about it. She's gal pals now with a a name. No, we can't use gal pals because that's the the future name of our our blockbuster movie, gal pals. We talked about that yesterday. If you weren't here for it, it's it's like the movie Bros., but instead of gays, we're going to focus on hot lesbians. Hot lesbian roommates that, that are going through the world 2022. You have Halle Berry and Zendaya living in one uh, hostel, if you will. In another apartment, you have um, who'd we go? Oh, Margot Robbie and pretty much any other hot. Emily Ratajkowski, they're living together. You know, we, we got, and then the, the, the final scene of the whole thing is a big orgy, big lesbian orgy. Yes. Hey, I'm still waiting on Cock of the Block, too, my friend. Ghislaine should be taken out behind the barn along SNL and put out of their collective miseries. Amen to that. I was telling my doctor the other day about Cock of the Block. Uh, he, he was listening, he was laughing, he's like, man, I'd watch that. I was like, yeah, I know, I know a lot of people would. Uh, we also got Adele and Lizzo, oh, god damn it. Come on. Hello. Yes, hello, how are you? Great. It's me. Yeah, I know it's you. You're like the white I Lizzo. I was wondering no. if after no. all these years you'd like to meet. No, I don't want to meet you. There you go. There you go. Everybody happy? Um, but yes, the reason why people don't get arrested is because people are too busy doing their jobs, paying their bills, raising their children. Oh, it's maddening. It is so fucking maddening. <laughs> 
But like I said, don't wake us up. You don't want the right waking up. I'm just telling you. All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for mail call. Get that sandwich out of your pie hole and listen up, maggot. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? All right, this one is from Bill. Before I get to that, the story has caught my eye on how Danny Masterson and Scientology are on trial right now. could get ugly. Yeah, I did that story the other day. He's going to jail for a long time. Um, that's Arnie's life, talking about cock of the block while experiencing a finger in the ass. She's not the white Lizzo. Lizzo would love to be Adele, but she can't be. That, that is true. That is true, that she wishes that she could be Adele. Oh, God damn it, I said it twice. Hello. Yes, hello. It's me. We, we covered this already, didn't we? I was wondering if after no. all these years you'd like to meet. No, I, I, I don't want to meet you. And, and I'm tired of you on the show, damn it. But yeah, you're, you're probably right about that. Douglas says, Adele, God damn it, isn't ugly. What the hell is this? There's a fire starting in my heart, reaching a fever pitch, and it's bringing me out the dark. It's gonna melt some of your fat. Finally, I can see you crystal clear. Just stop. The- Just stop that. Come on. All right, this one is from Bill. It says, Arnie, and I guess Tommy as well. I just want to give a shout out to Tommy because I recently got a colonoscopy and that shit was just as bad, no worse uh, than what, as Tommy described it. Thank you for being so brave, Tommy. Um, if you weren't here for Monday's show, boy, oh boy, did you miss out. Tommy told the story last week. It's so funny because last week I texted Tommy on like Tuesday I said, hey, man, you want to be on the show this week? He's like, no, too busy. And I know that he hasn't gone back full time because of shoulder surgery to the fire department. I was like, okay, no big deal. You know, he'll let me know when he can be on. He reached out to me Sunday night. Hey, your couch open? I was like, yep, come on in. And Tommy told us the story about last week, how he had to go get a colonoscopy. And the the... The diet change that went into it for a week, and then all the shitting. Boy, nothing has ever scared me so much as hearing Tommy's colonoscopy story. There is no way, especially when I had the story to go along with them, that they're only about 18% effective. No way I'm getting that shit done. Uh Uh-uh. Uh, this brought my mood back up after hearing about what a shitbag company Kroger is. Oh, Kroger's the worst. <laughs> you want to talk about a dumb company? Wow. Uh, but yes, Tommy, Tommy described it and, and all the glory. And, and you know what? I didn't say this on the air the other day. Uh, but to his wife, Kim, God bless you. You are more of a saint than you'll ever know. I can't imagine being in that house with him that day. That was that was so horrible. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, but yeah, yeah, fuck all that. Mm-mm. 
So there you go, Bill. Uh, Sorry you had that procedure done as well. That invasive procedure that wrecked your your downstairs area, if you will. Uh, All right, next one here. Get that sandwich out of your pie hole and listen up, maggot. It's time for mail call. Suck in your gut. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Uh, This is from Beth. Oh, oh, she, oh, she needs advice. Oh, fantastic! Oh, it's time to sing. Mm-hmm-hmm. Let's see. Um, ooh, I didn't even have music ready to go. No, I, I, I think we'll just go with the tried and trusty, if you will. Get, get a little John Denver going in people's lives today. Uh, no, that's not it. That one's not it, Arnie. That was Thank God I'm a Country Boy. Uh, let's see. Where, where, where is Johnny Denver? There he is, John Denver. <laughs> Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, this is for our letter that needs help. Got some problems. I can help you, don't you worry, I'm a trained professional, we've all been there, time after time, now you gotta ask, so I can help you out, ask me now, ask me now, before I fuck up. Fucking a cow, fucking a cow. All your ratings are in the gutter. You sure miss me, that is fucking obvious. Fat and fatter is what you've become. Don't you really miss me when bonus come out ask me now ask me now before I fuck a cow I said I did it and I just did it again I'm fucking a cow I'm fucking a cow you hear my voice in the morning hours and me. The radio reminds me that I'm in the right place Driving down the road you hear me say All the bad words like fucking shit Cock and cunt Ask me now Ask me now That's right I'm fucking a cow I told you I'd do it, and I have done it. I'm fucking a cow right in this field. I hope the owners don't want to watch because I'm shy as fuck, and I'd fuck this cow again. 
again and again But too many people watching I'll come back later I'm fucking a cow Fucking a cow He's fucking a cow There you go, alright, there it is There's your song for today Tommy Little Stars is Ass Records 5, colonoscopy. Uh, Arnie, I've listened to you forever and ever, and now it's finally time that I'm going to take your advice about drinking. I did want to ask you a question, though. What is it that you did to prepare to stop drinking, or did you just stop? And that is from Beth. Good question. Um... Initially, you just quit drinking. You just say, done. And then you have to go through all of the things that you have to do. I had to quit a couple softball teams. I had to change people that I was hanging out with. I found the career that I loved, and I didn't want to walk away from it because it was radio. And I said, look, I got to change all these other things if I want to keep radio in my life and stay sober. So I it, it look Beth it, it is tough and there will be people that won't want to hang out with you and that's fine. There're going to be people that say um we don't know how to hang out with you and that's fine. That's fine. You just tell them, "Hey, you be you. I'm not going to drink." And if that still puts a if that's still a problem for them, then you don't need them in your life. You're trying to live your life. You're not trying to live their life. You're not trying to let them live your life. You're trying to live your life. So if they want to keep drinking and partying, more power to them. Don't try to save them. I've never tried to save anybody when it comes to drinking and stuff. If you come to me and you've got a problem, I will help you. I'll give you the advice, but you have to do the work. That's the hardest part about quitting drinking is that you cannot really rely on other people. And this is true when it comes to a lot of things. You can't rely on the other people because it's not that important to them. It's no fault of theirs. It's not what what blows their sails. It's like when you tell somebody something, you know, you, you say, hey, keep this under wraps, and you tell them, and then they go tell somebody. Well, they told somebody because it's not that important to them. It's important to you to keep it quiet, but not to them. So, Beth, what I would say is your preparation is this. All these things that you used to go out and do and drink and have fun drinking and doing that, you can't do that shit anymore. I still played softball for a few years after after I gave up drinking. It's not that hard. You, you, you have to change some things in your life. But all in all, it, to me, it was worth it. I don't know if it's worth it to you. I don't know you. I, I, I'm not living your life. And I'm not trying to be flip about this. But it was worth it for me. Because I knew if I got another DUI, I'd probably be fired from radio. And then nobody would want to hire me. Because at that time, I was still just new and upcoming. So, uh, congratulations, Beth. I wish you nothing but luck. Um, the one thing I can tell you is wake up every morning, look in the mirror, and say you're not going to drink today. 
He got a DUI to prepare and doesn't recommend that. Yeah, that 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 was my that was my preparedness. Is I wrecked a car. Uh, I think I think I want to get DUI. I think I want to quit drinking, so I'm gonna go ahead and get DUI to do that. Um, Beth, I'm always here if you want to write me and 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 ask me questions, stuff like that. But I'm gonna I'm gonna give you one thing to prepare for, and and this is not a fun one, but it's one you got to prepare for. Prepare for at least one or two of your friends to try to talk you off that mountain. Maybe one of them will be nice about it, saying, oh, you don't have a problem, you don't have to quit drinking. The other friend is probably going to be a dick about it. Well, you're quitting drinking now? What, because you, you blacked out one time? Come on. Such a loser. Those are people you don't need. So... Um, no. Uh, Zach just asked if anybody I've ever worked with got a DUI. N- well, no co-hosts. No co-host did, but, uh, somebody else did and got two of them. And by the way, still employed with them. You got this, Beth, one day at a time and check in with yourself to keep yourself honest. Amen to that. Good question, though, Zach. Yeah, no. No. The answer is no, no co-host, but yes, somebody who worked with that show got two and is still employed. I don't know how. Don't, don't ask me. I don't I don't make the rules on that show. Suck in your gut. It's time for mail call. Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Uh, Arnie. I was just wondering something, and no, the show is still the most amazing show on the web. Thank you. I appreciate that. I was wondering what happened to Celebrity Ass Deathmatch. Is it gone forever? Did we do all the groups that we could do? I do miss it, but like I said, it's still the show is legendary. That's from Brian. No, no, it's just taking a brief hiatus. I do this with it every once in a while. We, 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 We rest it, and then we'll bring it back. Uh, Alicia, uh, possibly, yes, 100%, to where somebody had to give him a ride to work for 60 days. I'm not going to say who that person is, but you're listening to that person right now. Somebody had to go get him from a lockup off of 99, or was no, off of I-5. What is it? You know, you know the, uh, the, the little... Uh, County jail that's out there. Yeah, somebody had to go pick him up on a Sunday night. And then had to give him rides to work for 60 days. Interesting, huh? Um, let's see. Uh, no, no, I have not I have not gotten rid of Celebrity Ass Deathmatch. V Coop still sends me some, and I still have a bunch that V Coop has. We're just taking a little break from it right now. That's all. That's all. Nothing to see here. Just taking a little, little breather, a little hiatus, if you will. Might bring it back at, at Halloween time. We'll see. Because, man, Halloween show is coming. It, am I working on Halloween this year? Is that an actual show? Um, oh, it is. It's a Monday. Oh, that's going to be a fun Monday. That is going to be one of the funnest Monday shows we do, the Halloween show. 
So we're going to be crank calling a bunch of fucking places. So I'm going to have it all done. I'll have it all looped out and everything will be, you'll, you'll see it. Oh, it's going to be fantastic. So there you go. Uh, all right, next one here. Let's see. Um, hey, listen up. It's time for mail call. Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? Um, Frank gave you an awesome one. Yep. Uh, weirdo, maybe keep it to yourself there. You just need to give Scabby a rim job. No shit. Uh, all right. Uh, let's see. Uh, hey, Arnie. I just wanted to say thank you for your show. It totally reminds me of getting to school early and smoking in the parking lot with all my girlfriends as we listen to you guys make us laugh. And all these years later, you're still doing it. I don't smoke anymore, but I still listen. That's from Denise. Well, thank you, Denise. I appreciate that. And, 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 and honestly, I got to say this. That's one of the best compliments you could ever give me is that this show reminds you of an old morning show because that's what I'm going for with this show. This show is a little different than any other podcasts that are out this. I, I still try to run this as a radio type show. Now, granted, I don't have the same restrictions because I can say, like, fuck and cock and cunt and pussy and all that kind of stuff. But, uh, but yes, thank you very much for saying that because I, I miss old radio shows. Like, I, I, we were driving around the other day. Um, we were driving around, and the afternoon guy called the morning girl. They were doing a little cross-promotion. And the radio here in town, in Dallas, is so bad. And it used to be so good here. But it is so fucking rotten. And this afternoon, guy's like, hey, uh, we heard you talking on the show today about a friend. And you have this group of friends. And you have rules in these friends. And what, what is it? What it is is that a consultant just gave them a new book of, of cool things to talk about on your show. And the story was this. The morning girl has this group of friends, married friends and single friends. And the married friends came up with a rule that the single friends can't date each other. But one of the single friends is interested in another single friend, and they want to break the rules. What will they do? Whatever will they do? I mean, it, it, like when I heard this whole fucking setup, I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. This is just a shitty cross-promotion between afternoons and mornings. Well, what, what time are you doing that? 7.10 tomorrow morning here on the Wolf. So fucking terrible. Today's radio is, today's radio is nowhere near what we did. The, 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 the magistry, the artistic fucking drive that we had back in the day. Nothing at all on today's radio is anything compared to what I've done. Today she called him and said she was in, he was in the doghouse replying all in a company email. Nice. Uh, Artie, is radio ever going to put the War of the Roses segment to bed? Speaking of bad radio, the War of the Roses, that's one of my favorite bits. 
I love the War of the Roses bit. And and the reason why I love the War of the Roses bit is because I outed that so long ago. Do you know how the War of the Roses bit works? I'm going to tell you how it works. Um, the War of the Roses is when you have a couple that's fighting and the radio station is going to solve their problems for them. Now, mind you, the people that work in radio, you would not want them solving a gardening issue for you, let alone your personal life and your relationships. Um, but, but we're to believe this. All of those bits, and they are bits, they come on CDs. And what happens is, and, and, and I am very proud of the fact, I am very proud of my radio career up until Dog Shit and Jerk Off. Because Dog Shit and Jerk Off, I had to write their shows for. I literally wrote what they said. The morning show was never scripted. There were three very talented people in that room that did their job and did their job amazingly. And I, I'm, I, I'll gloat, I'll fucking brag about it all as much as I can because I'm that proud of that body of work that I did. When I moved to the afternoon show and started to have to write shit, radio lost a lot of uh, lackluster. It, it, it just it it wasn't the shiny thing that I loved that much anymore. Now, when I went back and got my own sports show, I started to love it again. And then I found podcasting, and I absolutely adore this. This has been my favorite medium so far to do. But yeah, the War of the Roses shows. So what would happen is these shitty morning shows, they would get sent there, and, and they usually have these companies, and they do trade agreements with advertising. Like when you hear advertising for national companies that aren't in your area, that's what works on this. So like all those times you ever heard like Boston Market commercials and you didn't even have a Boston Market in your town, this is part of it. So they get these service companies that do all this prep work for you. I'm not making this up. This is how lazy some people in radio are. They, they have all their prep work sent to them, and it's it, it faxes, it's emails. They send all this stuff of all the things that I do during the day in gathering up stories, and they send them to radio shows. And then they send some audio to them to where they have people doing this audio fight, this War of the Roses, and they listen to it, and they insert themselves into it. But they have to rehearse. I am proud as hell to say that in my 20-plus years on the morning show, we never rehearsed once. Not one single time. Not for apology shows, not for anything. The other one, I can't say that we didn't rehearse. We would, I, I would literally go in. I would go in uh, for the afternoon show. The show started at 3. I would go in every day at 10. And I would have to start writing the show. The idiots had to send me like three or four stories each. And I had to pick out which stories were good. And then I would have to write their parts for them. And it took me, it took me about four hours to do so. But in that time frame, we had to meet. We would meet every day at like one. 
and we would go over that day's show, and then nothing would be done that we went over. It was it was, it was fucking mind numbing. It was the worst two years of my life. Uh, the Athons were my favorite. Oh, the Radio Thons. Oof, those were rough. I did not like doing those. But uh, Denise, thank you so much for your letter. A couple more to go. Let's see. Let's do this, shall we? Uh huh. Not bucket. It's time for mail call. Welcome to mail call. What the fuck do you want, Arnie? I have a strange question for you. Do you dream? And if you dream, do you remember any of your dreams? I don't really dream and wonder if something was wrong with me. That's from Harper. Um, yeah, I dream. I dream all the time. I don't remember everything. I remember some dreams. But yes, I do dream. Andrew says, and that's why you're the goat. Well, thank you, Andrew. I appreciate that. But yeah, I dream. I think it's pretty normal dream. I, I, Harper, I don't know what to say. You don't dream. or Is it the fact that you just don't remember any of them? Could it be that you're drinking a little bit too much before bed? Is that why you don't remember any of them? But yes, I, I, I dream. All right, last mail here. Here we go. Not bucket. It's time for mail call. Suck in your gut. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Arnie. Wait, hold on a second. Uh, Arnie, this sounds like dog shit and jerk off needed training wheels to function on the air. Whose dick did they suck to make it on the air? You know, you know what's so funny about this is that I remember when Craig, dog shit, first came to the radio station. He was a fill-in guy on the weekends at first. And they, they, they bumped him to, to afternoons really quickly. Um, they brought him in. He, he, he was doing mornings in Stockton or Modesto, one of, the, one of the pits. And he had been hired. They, they went to a different market, and he was doing all his shows from home because he didn't feel safe outside the state of California. Not kidding. Not kidding at all. I think he was on in Portland. He was on in Portland for a while. So he came in and uh, he used to do a crossover with us when we would, we would, uh, you know, when he was sitting in for Pat, he would do a crossover with us. And it was always just painful. Pat, Pat's fucking crossovers were fun. Pat and I always had a great time together in the crossover segment. And, and then dog shit started coming in there. And listening to their shows, they were a project. Christopher, if you're asking about it, they were a project from the Ugly Shirt Station Manager. And this was a guy who was well-known in the rock radio world. He was very well-respected. I still respect him today. Um, and he wanted to make that show good because he thought that he had the talent there. The problem is that he kept fighting with his talent because his talent didn't want to do what he wanted to do. Talent wanted to do what they wanted to do. And it wasn't entertaining, and it wasn't fun, and it wasn't easy to listen to. Their idea of good radio was inside jokes. There is nothing worse to happen to radio show than an inside joke. Because if you, if you shed light on it, then you have to go back and explain it. And then it's not going to be funny to about 90% of the people because it's an inside joke between you and another person. It's horrible. And that's what their show was based on, was inside jokes with each other. It's such a bad show. 
Uh, Alicia says, I don't remember my dreams if it makes you feel better. Okay, there you go. But they stayed on the air because uh, the ugly-shirted guy wanted to fix that show. He had great lead-ins. He had a great lead-in morning show into Pat, who got great numbers. And that, that should have been a lead-in for the afternoon show, but they never smithed any, sniffed anything above fifth place until I got there. Uh, somebody just texted, good morning, Arnie. If they aren't dreaming, then they're not getting REM sleep like they should. I was told that when I was diagnosed with sleep apnea. Okay, well, there you go. Get that checked out, Harper. Yeah, I, I Zach, I don't know how they're still working at, at the, the classic rock station. Well, the shitty classic rock station in Sacramento, the river. That station's terrible. Except Monica Lowe. She's fantastic. Sometimes when I smoke a lot of weed, I don't remember any of my dreams, and I go to bed without smoking for a while, and I dream like crazy. I know dog shit used to work in Portland because he always crapped on Rowdy Roddy Piper and ripped his business. Why'd he crap on Rowdy Roddy Piper? Rowdy Roddy Piper was fucking awesome. All those two morons talked about was IndyCar and Pot. Bo Ring. Oh, yeah. He, I mean, like, their interests... I had, ne- like, honest to God, look, I'm, I'm going I'm to take y'all way behind the scenes. We were all about the same age. I, I, I might have been a couple years older than dog shit and about five, four or five years older than, than jerk off. This was the first time I'd ever been around guys my age that didn't watch sports. Like, it was weird. Like, they, they, they couldn't tell you anything about football. Baseball was... Dog shit was an A's fan because, you know, the Modesto A's. Fucking loser. They, 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 football, they were stupid. They were so dumb when it came to football. Jerk off, who was from Cincinnati and was a Bengals fan, used to wear an autographed A.J. Green jersey to work. And he would wash it. He would wash an autographed jersey. But it was so weird to work with them. And these guys really had not a whole lot of interests. Like, dog shit enjoyed looking up real estate stuff. And I'm like, well, that doesn't pan out on the air. He talked about how in high school he kissed his son on the mouth before going to school every day, which I always thought was weird. Dad's kissing their sons on the mouth. Has always been kind of a, my dad loved me and he showed me affection without kissing me on the lips. It's very strange. Uh, Alicia says they were hard to listen to. Yeah, they still are. So you're saying they were partners in a different than radio partners way. Well, that was the weirdest thing is that when the worst protected secret in all of Sacramento radio was the fact that dog shit was not re-signing his contract, and he was going across the street to the river. And we pretty much I had figured out that that was his whole plan the entire time I was there. He was there to shit-can anything I did. Now, I'll never, ever forgive him for that, and if I were to ever see him again, I'd probably punch him because I hate him that much. 
Jerkoff was just a moron. He was a guy who had a deep voice who thought that's all it took. He didn't know you needed to have something to say. But yeah, when when they went over to the river, they made some weird commercial to where like they picked each other up and then they're in bed together at the end. It was very very strange. Dog is obsessed with Kim Kardashian, which tells you how loony he is. Amen to that. Uh, my son tried to kiss me on the lips and rejected him. Yeah, that, that was something that, no, uh-uh. That, that, that's just weird. All right, last email here. Here we go. Um, Not Bucket. It's time for mail call. Get that sandwich out of your pie hole and listen up, maggot. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? I think I already did that, but uh, Arnie. I love, all caps, I love it when you guys do wrestling talk, and I almost called in the other day with Tommy on the air to ask this question. Do you think that there is a day that either Abdullah the Butcher or Bruiser Brody go into the WWE Hall of Fame from John? Look, I, I think Bruiser Brody should be in every wrestling Hall of Fame that there is because he was that good. He was awesome. Abdullah the Butcher, the madman from the Sudan. If you don't know who Abdullah the Butcher is, thank your lucky stars. He was about a 500-pound black man who's about maybe 5'8", 5'9", at most, bald with these gigantic scars on his head. He would come to the ring in these these weird red pants and these shoes that were like 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 genie shoes. They had like the wrapped up toes. And all Abdullah the Butcher would do would be stick forks in people's heads. Every Abdullah the Butcher match, like Abdullah the Butcher couldn't wrestle in today's world because there's no bleeding. Every single Abdullah the Butcher match had blood in it. I didn't realize that he knowingly gave wrestlers hepatitis. I never even saw Abdullah wrestle, but his pictures in the mags and books scared the shit out of me. I got to see him wrestle a couple times. He wrestled at the Sportatorium. I got to see him wrestle against Bruiser Brody. Bruiser Brody was on his way to the WWE when he was murdered down in uh, Puerto Rico. I don't think that Abdullah Butcher will ever be in the Hall of Fame. No, nor should he. Abdullah Butcher was great. No, it was Bruiser Brody that was actually killed. Bruiser Brody was murdered in a San Juan uh, bathroom by Carlos Colon. I was brokenhearted. I love Bruiser Brody. Bruiser, Bro- I, I think if it all went down, Bruiser Brody was probably my favorite wrestler of all time. I mean, him and Stone Cold Steve Austin would be a hell of a match. Oh, Abdullah was in—he's he, inducted in 2011. Oh, Jesus! Well, there you go, John. He's already in. And Bruiser Brody's not. That's a crime. That is a crime. WWE needs to write that crime immediately. Abdullah the Butcher in the Hall of Fame. All I can say is that when you first entered my life in the morning, you guys suddenly popped up on what was a music-only rock station here in Fresno, 
Everything changed for me. Uh, the day you mysteriously disappeared one morning, my heart was broken, and I missed you every day. I listened to the old show without you. But when I found you again and found out that you were still alive and well, it was the best day ever. I can never go back. The show is the best thing in my life. Thank you. Well, thank you, Christopher. That 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 Fresno experiment, I, I, and you guys like when I go on these rants, so um, the Fresno experiment came out of nowhere. And they said, hey, Lotus, and that was our company in Reno, they want you guys on their station in Fresno. And we're like, okay, cool. And we offered them... We offered them what our deal was at the time, and our deal was is that we'll give you the show for free for 18 months. Give you the show for free for 18 months, and if we're not number one, you can keep the show on until we get to number one, then you can pay us. Usually, though, in 18 months, we were number one. So we went to Fresno. First first book that we we're there, first ratings book we we're there. And they were a two they were a two book market, but they, they they had numbers, they did research and they had all this kind of stuff. They actually did the right thing. And they advertised the show. They put us on some billboards, they put us on some buses, and the show, the, the station that they were on in Christopher, uh, the rock station, was in twenty fourth place in mornings. I don't know how many stations were in Fresno at the time, but they were in 24th place. Um, and in one rating book, in a three-month period, they went from 24th to 2nd. And that was because of us. And ratings periods were three months long. So they were very happy with us. Then the next three months comes along, and they take down all the advertising for us, and we stay in 2nd place. Now, I don't know if there was a heritage station in, in Fresno at the time, but we were, we were on the heels. We stayed in second place, and the management says, well, that's not good enough. Yeah, you guys didn't improve, uh, so we're going to go ahead and just cut you off. And we went down there a couple times. We did some market visits. We did some behind-the-scenes stuff with the Fresno people. I was dumbfounded. I was pissed. I was pissed when we were taking off the air there. I was like, wow, we gave you all that shit and you fucking spit in our face? All right, fair enough. I think the station manager's name, or the sales manager's name was Thor. Fucking loser. All right, we'll take a break here. Uh, that does it for mail. If you do want to write me, please feel free to write me anytime at arnieradio1 at gmail.com. <laughs>
me Cause
1-855-357-FANS or 775-376-EZ-EZ. Nice message here from Cowboys Girl. Says, I never thought I could live without the other morning show, but it was never the same or as good as when you were there. Made a huge mistake. It should have been that cackling hen that left. It became unbearable for me when the he, she came on and was talking on the air all the time. Made me cringe. I didn't know of your show and then found it, and it was like a whole new world. Thank you from the bottom of my heart, Arnie. Your show saved my mornings. Thank you for making me laugh and giving me some news without me having to watch the garbage. You are the bomb. Well, thank you. I do appreciate that. Um, and, and it was my pleasure to do that job for more than 20 years. And I, look, if we were to sit down and have a conversation, there's a lot of things that I think went into that whole thing, and none of them had to do with anything that I was a part of. Like, I was gone. I think I was gone six months before I was gone. Honestly. If they... One of us was going to be gone, and that was six months that came earlier. But that's just a theory that I have. Chris says, agreed, Cowboys girl. I would still check back on the old show now and then to see that they're doing. That show is nothing but garbage fire now. Who is for it? Not for me, that's for sure. He puts his pussy into it. Yes, that's a new phrase we heard this morning, a new young person phrase. They're putting all of their pussy into that. I I don't know if I'm down with that phrase yet or not, but we'll we'll see. I believe everyone listening believes the same thing. Yeah, look, look. Look, they they still have plenty of listeners. They're doing fine. They're, you know, whatever. They do their thing. I could care less. I, I really could. I mean, the only thing that I want is is, is some revenge. That's all. That, that that that's all. But that that that's on me. I want my pound of flesh. But I have lots of pounds of flesh to collect for lots of different reasons. So it until I get to that point in my head where I say I forgive them. It's just, it's nagging at me, and I know that I, I'm better than that, but hey, it is what it is. And now we have to play a game involving you people here, the game of You Make the Call. No, not that. You Make the Call. All right. Uh, oh, he pushed the vax? Wow, I didn't realize that. That's uh, That's... Interesting. I hope Arnie isn't the subject of revenge. That's a lot of pounds of flesh to collect. Yeah, no shit. Um, This weekend was a huge college football game. Uh, The University of Tennessee, after 15 long years of getting the shit beat out of them, found a way to beat Alabama this weekend. Congratulations to them. Made me sick. After the game, the fans rushed the field. They tore down the goalposts like they've done in the past. The university has been fined $100,000 by the SEC for allowing people on the field because that's where this comes from. Um, This was posted on TikTok. The video, I can't find the video anywhere now, and it pisses me off. But there was video of an Alabama player slapping a Tennessee fan in the back of the head during the celebration. 
Jermaine Burton was so mad that he had to hit me after the loss. I was told he smacked a girl in the head, too, after hashtag Bama Pack, hashtag Tennessee, hashtag Vols, hashtag Dixieland Delight, hashtag for you, FYP. So here we go. The You Make the Call. You Make the Call. Is the player wrong? Is the player wrong for slapping the person in the head that's on their football field? I'm going to let you guys decide uh, on this one. Is it wrong that he did that, or should those people have realized they're entering a football field? says, how do you stop a full stadium from bum-rushing the field? Good point. That's why you have a PA announcer. And that's why you make the $100,000 fine to Tennessee is nothing. Look, this is a part of it, and it's going to happen in in NCAA basketball games as well. Um. I like what Ogre said. Uh, Wow, Alabama hitting someone from behind. What the fuck is wrong with that university? Colt McCoy is still pissed. Stripefire says uh, no. Warbird says he should have hit her harder. (laughs) Normally, yes, but it's Tennessee, so all bets are off. He's only wrong if he didn't yell Charlie Murphy before slapping him. They're dumb college kids. They probably did far worse after the party. Look, here's the thing. If you're going to run on the field with a bunch of football players... And this happened at the Texas Tech-Texas game where uh, uh, some kid from Texas Tech got a running start and pushed over a Longhorns player, like hit him from behind. Now, I'm just going to tell you this right now. You go onto a football field, you are asking for fucking trouble. You are asking to get your ass handed to you. I have zero problem with what this Alabama player did. I mean, watching the game, they had to rush Nick Saban off the field he and his security because they didn't want any Tennessee fans taking a shot at him because they don't know what's out there. Stay off the fucking field. You don't belong on that field. I'm glad that you're excited that you finally put 15 years of misery behind you. Still ain't won a national title yet. Wrong is wrong, but how do you stop that many fans? Put up safety glass like hockey arenas? No, I, I mean, look, look, here's the thing is that that's what it's going to end up taking, sadly. I, I, I mean, look, look. Who would have ever thought 10 years ago that we would have nets surrounding Major League Baseball stadiums? Do you know how hard it is to get a foul ball now? Out to the guys of safety. Safety, safety, safety. Because people don't fucking pay attention. They're on their goddamn phones and they get hit with foul balls. Sorry, I'm not sorry for you. Pay attention to the fucking game. And and, and sadly, battle... Man, oh man. I really hope that, that it doesn't go to that. But I, I'm afraid something like that will have to happen. 
I'm and and by the way, run on the field when it's necessary to. Like if you become number one, I'll give the Alabama. I'll give the Tennessee fans this week because they did beat Alabama after 15 years, and it's a long rivalry. I'll give you that one. But if you're like Iowa beating Michigan State, no, you don't get to come on the field. If you're Texas Tech and you beat Texas, that you why did you get to run on the field? We hung 70 on you last year. You shouldn't even be in the stadium. Uh, hearing radio up here in Seattle, Mark, how you guys didn't work here is insane. Oh, we worked there. Oh, we well, we, we, we were over, as they would say in the wrestling world. The the Okay, so here, here's a funny thing that happened. When we first came to Sacramento from Reno, when when I was on the show, salespeople were out, uh, outraged because, A, they were friends with the old morning show, and the old morning show made money. I, I, I won't lie for a while, and then they started sucking, and they stopped making money. So that's why we were hired, was to make money. Salespeople were outraged, but management wanted us. When we went to Seattle... It was the complete opposite. The sales staff loved us because they knew what we had. They knew what we were. We were fucking gold. We, we could sell shit. So they loved us, but management didn't like us, and it was the corporation that put us in place. So we never had the support of management. Our first ratings book, we went to number three. We went to number three in Seattle in our first ratings book. And when we left, they never got higher than fourth. And they brought Howard Stern in. So we worked in Seattle, but their management didn't want to work with us, so that's why we left. Fuck them. Uh, they're dumb college. Yeah, uh, wrong is wrong, but how do you stop any fans? I don't want them to put up glass partitions. It's up to the university. Some universities oil down their, their goalposts, or they have them to where they can be lowered. Okay. Fuck Nick Saban. The Tennessee fan should have strapped him to the uprights and burned him alive with their cigars. Jerry Sandusky never came on the field. He saved that for the shower. The way Eagles, Casey, Denver fans acted, I'm surprised the NFL doesn't have plastic hockey things already. No shit, right? Wait, hold on. Okay, Warbird just sent me this video. Tennessee fans, Rushfield, tear down goalposts. All right, here we go. I'm watching this video. The game-winning field goal. You guys protecting the goalposts? Oh, hold on a second. Let me see. There we go. Okay, people running on the field. Insanity. There's Alabama walking off. Okay. Tennessee fans running into them, not paying any attention, getting in their faces. I'm not going to get into a big old black dude's face. Are you crazy? That one security guard is trying to protect it. Oh, he just pushed somebody down. I'll watch more of that later. That's funny. That is good stuff. Uh, I want to say it's Auburn that has all the hedges right next to the stands. No, that's Georgia. 
Uh, I like the idea of making it hard for idiots to run on the field. Yeah, the hedges are in Georgia. Al Plan player should have said, do you mind if we dance with your dates? <laughs> yeah, you run onto a field, you get into a player's face after the game, you're going to get smacked down, especially if they lost. That's not the right time. That's not the right time to go up to them and pull the old <laughs> pull the old uh where, oh god damn it, where the hell is it? Where's my good sound effect? Where's the ha ha sound effect? Oh, come on now. That's not it. That's dad. Is it newest drops? There we go. <laughs> Probably not the right thing to do. If I'm a player, I'm Devontae Adams to the reporter to any fan on the field. Exactly. And here's the other thing. Like, like, and you have to live with this in the back of your mind. As a football player, you don't know what insane people are out there right now. You don't know. Like, like, I know, I know. This is going to sound terrible and I'm going to sound like an old man. And You don't know what if somebody wants to come onto the field and like, you know, stab you or stick a needle in you or do something because sports fans are crazy. I mean, what happens if they go up and they, you know, they go up to the quarterback of Alabama and they, you know, they, they, they high-yah him because they know karate. If a man comes to attack you and you know kung fu, you're going to high-yah him, right? I mean, it's going to make your bets a lot easier for the next few weeks. People shouldn't be on the field. The end. It's over. Only if you ever rush field. Yes, I have. This shit never happens in Fansville. They're too high on Dr. Pepper. Boy, those commercials got to go. I'm done with Fansville. Brian Bosworth is the sheriff. Really? Really? Brian Bosworth is the sheriff? I don't think so. More reasons to hate the Houston Astros. The Houston Astros are homophobes. Wait, hold on. Yep. I said it. I said it. I said it out loud and I said it proud. The Houston Astros are homophobes. Due to the fact the Houston Astros have made it to the American League Championship Series against the Let's Go Yankees. Yes, I'm rooting for the Yankees in the World Series. Game one, or I don't know what game this affects, but Sir Elton John was supposed to play in Houston. This is his big farewell tour. And due to the baseball game now, Sir Elton John will no longer be performing in Houston. No makeup date available either. Good Lord. Man, oh man. You don't want to get Monica Sellis. No, hell no, you don't. That bitch got stabbed on the damn tennis court. And roll on Garros. I thought you were going to say they were homophobic because they removed the Turkish bath from the clubhouse. 
I have a friend that saw him in Washington. I, you know, Elton John's one that I wish I would have seen in concert. I imagine he's really good in concert. I, it's not like a regret. It's not like not seeing Freddie Mercury or Elvis. But. <laughs> Warbird has a perfect excuse. This is why. This is why. By the way. It's all his fault that we're spending $6 billion in taxpayer money this month to help AIDS fight HIV AIDS. Right, because Elton John has it, and he's the number one case. He, he's patient zero. <laughs> I'm definitely rooting for the Yankees, fuck the Astros. Arnie, when they said backdoor, they meant slider. They were just stealing signs again. <laughs> Okay, so if the Astros win the ALCS, move forward to the World Series. Game six of the series will happen in Houston. The game will happen November 4th at Minute Maid Park, the same day when the concert was supposed to happen. Meanwhile, the tickets were all sold out, but Major League Baseball had to cancel that concert for the stadium's availability on November 4th. As for reports, the concert is not only canceled for that date, but also is not going to be rescheduled. Wow. Man, oh man, there are some angry fucking people in Houston today. Oh. And, and you want to know, the, the, this to me is what's delicious about it. And I would be just as angry as they are, and I'd be even more angry because of what I'm about to say. When they cancel your concert like that, you get your money back from the tickets. But not from the service charge. So in essence, this this is the delicious part of it all. Let's say you bought tickets to see Elton John, they were 150 bucks, and your 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 the 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 add-on charges, which are all ridiculous to begin with, your surcharge of twenty-five dollars. So you had to pay $175 a ticket. So when you go to change that ticket in, they'll give you $150 back. You paid $25 for them to cancel the show for you. Uh, why can't they just book the World Series game for the following day? Well, because they have they, they have it on a schedule. I don't know why he can't. I, I, I don't know why he can't have it another day. Uh, let's see. Somebody wrote, thank God I'm tired of these concerts tearing up our field. Somebody wrote, another win for the Astros. Boy, the homophobes are out. Wasn't he just in Houston last year and caught COVID? I thought this his farewell show earlier this year. He added the additional shows later, same tour, bigger venues to close it out. Well, there you go. I think it's fantastic. That is awesome. Sir Elton is a knight. He needs to get on his horse with his lance and take our Astros for costing him money. Yes, the concerts that bring shit tons of money and get rid of them. Yeah, that, yeah they, that's your typical Astros fan. 
Wait, no love for San Diego? Uh, what, San Diego and who? It, it, it's, wait, San Diego and Philadelphia? Boy, that's a shit series. Boy, that's a series I don't even want to watch. I don't want Bryce Harper close this close to the World Series. I'm, I'm dead set rooting Yankees on this one. There's no way he could have caught COVID. It's well documented. He's fully vaccinated, boosted. Exactly. Go San Diego just because they knocked out the Dodgers. Okay. All right. There are a lot of people rooting for it. I would like to see San Diego win just so they can shove it up uh, Pedro, or Fernando Tatis Jr.'s ass that they didn't need him. I think that's the best part of the whole story. Now, I don't know what's wrong with these two idiots. Uh, Oh, I have this story. Wait a second. I had this story just because it it allegedly had our man talking here. There's no talking Grady here? Oh, come on. That's bullshit. That is bullshit right there. I got to say, that is some bullshit. A man and his son, 73 and 15. Wow, that's a little May-December there. A Florida, oh, this is why we're doing, uh, well, we got a couple Florida stories, don't we? Oh, yeah, I'm going to save that one. Uh, Gino and his son, Rocky, Colin Acosta, um, thought they were being robbed after receiving a ring doorbell notification that someone was at their door. Oh, my, someone is at your door. Someone's at our door. We're being robbed. The alert for the motion sensor was sent after a neighbor delivered a package that was mistakenly sent to their home. But the pair, thinking they were being robbed, each grabbed a 45 and shot an innocent woman sitting in her car about 100 feet away. The woman was uninjured, thank God, but one round went through a, a baby seat in the back. No baby was in there. Our victim was that close to death, Grady Judd said. The father and son have been charged with attempted murder and being held in custody. After Grady Judd called them a really stupid pair. See, this is why we need Grady Judd. I need to hear him say that. They can look at each other and now say, young son, old dad, I guess we're messed up because we're going to prison for a long time. What a bunch of idiots. Good Lord. They're robbing us. I've never had that. Like, if, if, if I hear the doorbell, I don't automatically. I, I've never had the doorbell rang for someone to rob me. I mean, I, I guess that's how those strong arm things happen, but. I don't get too worried about it. I'm rooting for the Yankees as well. You're right when you said that when the Yankees, Cowboys, and Lakers do well, then the whole leagues do well. Oh, yeah. Oh, we, we, we need teams like those. I mean, y- you need the Yankees, the Lakers, the Yankees, teams like Nebraska, even USC, like in college football. You need all the powerhouses to be powerful. 
You always need a bad guy. Just imagine if it was Amazon. Holy shit, man. He'd be shooting fucking Jeff Bezos. Jeff Bezos wants to kill me. Judd said, in Florida, we have a wonderful stand-your-ground law. That doesn't mean you can search people out and shoot them, and that's what they did. Neither one of them had a criminal record until Saturday morning, and now they both have a real long criminal record, and our goal is for them to go to prison. you got to love Grady Judd. I wish Grady Judd would run for a national office somehow. That would be so fantastic. What the hell is this? I I don't want this. I I want the story. Why did that come up? I don't care. Okay, here we go. Oh, this is it? All right. All right. Outside of Cody, Wyoming. While hunting for shed antlers with teammates, two college wrestlers found out what I've been telling you all along. That nature is not your friend. (laughs) Kendall Cummings of Evanston, Wyoming, and Brad Lowry of Cedar City, Utah, both sophomores at Northwest College in Wyoming, were with two other members of the wrestling team when they became separated and they hiked down a mountain. And lo and behold, out of nowhere, a grizzly bear came out. Hold on. That is what I need right there. And it started to attack Lowry. That's when his teammate Cummings rushed in to try to pull the bear off Lowry. The grizzly started attacking him as well. Is there audio from there? Um, yep. yep there, there it is. Oh, God. There he's getting the other kid now. Jesus. All four people that were there uh, possessed bear spray, but the attack happened so quickly that the two victims didn't have time to react. They're alive and doing well, their coach said. We're praying for those kids and their families and the rest of the teams and their coaches. Now, I got to say this real quick. I hope these boys make full recoveries because, yes, V-Coop, that would be a grisly way to go. <laughs> um, boy, if, if they recover from this and they can return to wrestling, boy, do they have a backstory to scare the shit out of their next opponents. Yeah, well, I fought a bear. What did the bear magician turn the hiker into? Shit. Well, they all had bear spray, Arnie. Yeah, okay, and we saw how that worked out for them. I'm just, I'm just like, look, 
hey, we boys, we want you to gather antlers and stuff in the mountains. Nope. Sorry, Coach, I'll just go ahead and run here in the, the well-populated area of the school that doesn't have bears. They're going to have cool scars, but everyone's going to ask if they got fucked like Leo. <laughs> I can't believe he won his Academy Award for that movie. That movie wasn't that good. I watched that movie. That movie sucked. He was way better than The Departed. Hell, he was better than Titanic. That story's really tough, Arnie. I could hardly bear it. Thank you. There you go. I mean, and neither one of these wrestlers had time to get in their singlets to, to, you know, make this official. From parts unknown, we have Grizzly T-Bear taking on a couple of sophomores in the lightweight division. That's one of those things that you get to, you know, if you survive it, when you survive it and you make phone calls, how you been? I'm good. I, 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 was, uh, I was attacked by a bear. What? I mean, that right there, that, that's icebreaker conversation 101. Hey, to the two wrestlers out there, I, I, I'm sure you're listening right now in the hospital. Do you know how much ass this could get you potentially? So you start the story off, yeah, I was attacked by a bear recently. If the top isn't off at that point, then you're doing something wrong. You survive a bear attack? Oh, man, that, that, that's Spanish fly to some chicks. If Arn Anderson were attacked by a bear, wait, what am I saying? Arn would be attacking the bear? Yeah, no shit. Yep, agreed. I guess the Academy decided they fucked up and they owed him one. I uh, think that there's bears around the dunes, LOL. We're camping in our tent. Yeah, there you go. I'm just telling you. Hey. Mm-mm. No, sir, rebub. No, thank you. Coach, I'm going to be running for a long time as long as I ain't got to go out to where them bears is. Oh, wait, you're bringing somebody who's heavier than I am and they can't run? I'll go. All I got to do is be faster than that fat bastard, and I'm good to go. If Arn Anderson were attacked by a bear, who are you kidding Now, I know I recently did a story about this thing that they're building in Saudi Arabia, this new city called Neom. It's a $450 billion megacity that they're building. It's like 20 miles long, and it's like all skyscrapers. It's a very, very... I don't know, it's, it's kind of a cool concept, but not really. 
well, uh, they're having some issues. I, I, know, I know that's going to shock people that they're having issues, but, um, well, I'm going to butcher these names, so I might as well not even try. Alquis Said Saeed, Atala, and Abraham Al-Hawati have been sentenced to death. Due to the fact that they have refused to be evicted from their home, residents of the Tabuk province that join others who have been forcefully ejected from the megacity Neom. Shadow's brother Abdul was shot in April for protesting. Boy, oh boy. Boy, doesn't this sound like the uh, the place to move to where they're murdering people to get in there? And, and, and let, let's just tell the truth. You don't want to live in the Middle East. Why? Because it's the middle fucking East. It's hot. You don't get your four seasons there. You get season of hot, 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 and goddamn it's hot. Uh, I still think the Academy owes Mark Wahlberg an Oscar for Boogie Nights. I mean, it takes quite an actor to pretend to be Julianne Moore is hot. <laughs> Boy, that is the worst part of that movie. You look at that movie, Boogie Nights, and that movie, uh, Boogie Nights is almost the perfect movie. Except for when Julianne Moore shows off her disgusting... Just milky, gross boobs. Oh, come on. There weren't other chicks in Hollywood you could have used. Sharon Stone, maybe. She would have been way better. I mean, you had Heather Graham in there. She showed off her goods. You can't have a hotter chick in there than Julie Ann Moore. Soft on city. Julie Ann Moore makes it go from, from, from midnight to six. Oh, my God. How would you make a movie about the wonderful world of pornography and put ugly people in it? I don't understand that. They need that Biden bailout money. $450 billion city that they're going to put in the Middle East. And remember, once again, you live in the Middle East. And, I mean, they got all this futuristic shit, the wind power, solar. They're growing shit in the desert. I'll believe it when it happens. That, that, that's what I'll say. I'll, I'll believe that city when it fucking does happen. And I don't get people that want to visit there. Like, I really don't. Like, you know me. I, I'm pretty much never going to leave America. But I, I will say this right now. If I had to leave America, one of the last places I'd go is the Middle East. Hell, I'd probably end up going to Russia before I'd go to the Middle East. They ain't got nothing for me there. 
I mean, unless I can buy a rocket launcher on the street. If I can buy a rocket launcher on the street, if I go to the Middle East, then I'm going to do it. I might shoot it off that day, but uh, I am going to buy a rocket launcher from a from a, a bazaar. That's what their markets are called, bazaars. I don't know why. I don't care why. All right, final story coming up. Ugh, Cardi B in burlesque bombshell? No, she's not. Cardi B's ugly. Oh, there's that Britney picture again. Man, oh, man. The legislative act of my pussy. I, I still don't have a release date when that comes out. Still working on it, though. God almighty. Just when you didn't think that they could have any more problems. Everyone from Florida is stupid. Everyone from Florida is dumb. I might not be the brightest guy, but next to them my IQ's high. If they had guitars, here's how they'd strum. Make no mistake, Florida is the South's crash can. We have a problem in Florida right now, buddy. Yep, yep, we do. Oh, it's big. V. Coop says, go out today and sniff an Arab. Then imagine stuffing a hundred in a soda can. That's what the mega city will smell like. Now we know that Florida just is is still in the process of, of figuring things out after Hurricane Ian hit, caused all kinds of devastation there in Florida. But there's new reason to be scared in Florida, thanks to Florida Department of Health. Uh, in Lee County, observing an abnormal increase in Vibrio vulnificanus infections as a result of exposure to the floodwaters and standing waters. Residents should always be aware of the potential risks associated with exposing open wounds, cuts, or scratches on the skin to warm, brackish, or salt water. Yes, because it turns into a flesh-eating bacteria then. <laughs> Sewage spills like those caused from the hurricane may increase bacteria levels as the post-storm uh, situation involves individuals who take precautions against the infections and illness caused by Vibrio valnificus. So not only, I, I want you to think about this. When you're sitting there and you're talking with your family about vacation destinations, and somehow, somehow, somewhere, some way, Florida gets brought up because of Disney World and Epcot. I want you to think about this. This is a state that has a deadly... What, 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 what the hell do they call this again? Uh, I'm sorry, flesh-eating bacteria that's there. They have alligators. Sharks patrol their coasts. They have monkeys with STDs. True story. And bears. Why would you visit Florida? I mean, is your next destination map Australia? Where they have crocodiles and alligators and great white sharks protecting their shores? Not to mention all the snakes they have. Oh, and eight of the world's most poisonous spiders. And remember, 
You're never more than eight feet away from a spider anywhere you go in this world. Yeah, I'm not taking my chance on either one. I'm going to Utah. I know nothing bad can happen to me in Utah except maybe I become Mormon. You buy a rocket launcher, I'm coming back with a camel. I'm going to start a business selling cigarettes on the street, and I'm going to be rich, rich, rich. I tell you, fabulously wealthy. Miami has some great golf courses and the best governor ever. Well, he's up there. I mean, Governor Wheels is pretty badass, too. I thought you were going to talk about crocs and, and gators moving into people's homes. No, not yet. That hasn't started just yet. No, the, the, the flesh-eating disease is there right now. So you just have to worry about that mainly with all the other stuff that Florida has. Oh, God. Oh, oh. are you kidding me? Oh, this is so great. The first migrants in New York City have arrived. I'm sorry. New York City! At a tent shelter with 500 beds, big screen TVs, Xboxes, and a foosball table. Excuse me, where are these people coming from? Where are these motherfucking immigrants coming from where they know what an Xbox is? Or even a foosball table. Big screen TV. Shit, I want to go up there. I want to stay there. Oh, wait. No, I don't. No, no, I don't. What else is happening before I call it a day? (laughs) Kamala Harris has reportedly hired a new speechwriter, her third one in less than a year. I am Kamala Harris. My pronouns are she and her. I am a woman sitting at the table wearing a blue suit. We'll deal with what we need to deal with in terms of also as we move forward, all agreeing that we got to be smarter as a country in terms of who has access to what, and in particular assault weapons. And um, we got to take this stuff seriously, as seriously as you are, because you're forced to have to take it seriously. What? What? One more. So when we talk about equality. Well, that's a good goal, but let us not presume that because everyone should be treated equal, that they start out on equal footing. So equity, as a concept, says, recognize that everyone has the same capacity, but in order for them to have equal opportunity to reach that capacity, we must pay attention to this issue of equity if we are to expect and allow people to compete on equal footing. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. God have mercy on your soul. Amen to that. I mean, come on, Kamala. You're blaming the speechwriter? Come on. Give them brooms and a mop and put them to work. Amen. They just need a soccer ball in a field. Hell yeah, they'd be good to go. Honey, I don't think the speechwriters are the problem. Kamala hired a new speechwriter to write speeches for her to speak. And that's why they write period, because words are both written and spoken, period, cackle. 
Uh, thank you guys for being here. We will be back tomorrow. Same Arnie time, same Arnie channel. Please remember that every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So until tomorrow, y'all have a fantastic, a wonderful, a very, very stay sexy hump day. Hump day. Hump day. Hump day. And I will say adios, everybody. Uh... is outside waiting to arrest him.